This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Here is your news on Love Sport. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, Jeremy Corbyn's denied calling Theresa May a stupid woman in the Commons, although that's not the view of lip readers. The Labour leader insists he was being general and used people instead. But experts say his mouth movements didn't match that word at all. SNP leader Nicola Sturgeon says the outrage expressed in Parliament is unhelpful. If he said that, he should apologise and then everybody should move on because frankly these issues right now are a distraction from the main issue, which is working out how we find a way through this sorry Brexit mess. A fraudster who exploited the Grenfell Tower fire and the Manchester Arena and London Bridge terror attacks has been jailed for three years. Ruxana Ashraf from Edinburgh made more than 50 false claims. The 44-year-old said she'd been caught up in all of the tragedies. Labour's suspended MP Fiona Onasanya and say she should resign after she was convicted of lying to police to avoid a speeding charge. Her car was recorded doing 41 miles per hour in a 30 zone near Peterborough last summer. The 35 year old is now facing a possible jail sentence. Our reporter, Ender Brady, is at the Old Bailey. The prosecution here produced mobile phone evidence to show that her phone was actually in use in the vicinity of that speed camera at the time in question. So the jury have now found her guilty. Then the judge in the case, he said simply, We will see each other again in January. Theresa May says she's still committed to bringing annual net migration down to the tens of thousands. The Home Secretary refused to repeat the pledge earlier as he set out plans for post-Brexit immigration policy. A top US legal official has filed a lawsuit against Facebook over the Cambridge Analytica scandal. The Attorney General in Washington DC says the social media giant allowed the firm to improperly access data from as many as 87 million people. And It's a Wonderful Life has been voted our favourite Christmas film. Elf came second in a poll by Radiotimes.com. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport.
Good evening, listening to Love Sport Radio, the Crystal Palace fan show. Jake Watson joined by Humble and DR. Um, chaps, you're obviously fully aware I'm a Leicester City fan. So before before we get into any of that, let's talk about more interesting matters. All right. Um, DR just tried a bottle of Dr Pepper. He did, yeah. yeah <laughs> so Humber, explain why this is a, a moment, and so, a, a moment so important you've just filmed. So a couple of weeks ago... DR, like he does, he likes to have opinions about things without actually trying them or... Any substance. Yeah, any substance at all. He (laughs) likes to form an opinion, like most teenagers do. And he disrespected Dr Pepper uh, live on our our show. Well, it's a recorded show. I keep forgetting we're not live. But he... um, and it caused a reaction. Probably the biggest in its own ten years of doing our show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the most it. contact we've ever had from anybody. And <laughs> uh, we had just so much contact come in saying most I'd say ninety percent was what is he talking about, Dr. Mm. Pepper's lovely. And there was a rogue ten percent in support of DR saying he doesn't need to try it, he's absolutely right. Yeah. So um, so you had an opinion on Dr. Pepper, it was a strong one. You'd never had it before. Yes. So I, so your well, opinion I'm, on it was what you just thought it's disgusting. It's old school. It's what, what's wrong with something being old school, dear? <laughs> but it's just what, what does that mean anyway? It's old school. Who knows? That Who means knows? that's bad. Yeah, I thought that was like vintage stuff was cool these days. Oh, retro yeah. is that old school? Like? Old school hip hop's the best yeah. hip hop, right? I thought the retro vintage on, was bad. Look on the bottle, it says what's the worst thing that could happen. It, it yeah. does. How can you? How can you trust a drink that says like? That has that I don't con- think it describes what it tastes like, though, does it? <laughs> yeah, but I just knew it and I tasted it. Yeah, so it's the worst. Serious? Yeah, honestly, it's just. What's the point? You're saying that Dr. Pepper is the worst it's, drink you... Yeah, it's like out-of-date Coke. I don't know how so, to describe so it. So, Jake, we talked on our show last week about uh, confirmation bias. Yeah. And I think that is a prime example of confirmation bias there. He formed an opinion. Absolutely. He was never going to let himself believe mm. anything else. You know what it is? It's like when you're watching football and the commentator says something yeah. and then he gets, he's got it wrong yeah. and they'll do like a slow-mo replay... And it's then confirmed he's got it wrong, but he sticks with his opinion. Exactly. Oh, there's not a lot in it. That's what you've done. Look, I you know a, you're wrong. I had a headache. <laughs> you've been found out to be wrong, but I you're ha- you're being stubborn. No, no, I had a headache before it, and now I feel worse. Like my head is about to explode. See, Honestly, you- it's the worst thing I've had, and I stick by. It's the same basically thing. cherry coke, dear. Do you like cherry coke? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. One thing is though, the really important thing is that. Um, yeah. Our producer Mikey made wanted to make sure I got it on video because we can analyse that video and see mm. what he really thinks. The yeah. words are coming out, but there was a lovely smile on his face the second <laughs> he hit his lips. No, and then, no, and then he pretended he didn't want he pretended he didn't want to go in for a second goal, but yeah. he went straight in for it. Well, look, mate, it's on film, it's on camera, so <laughs> exactly. everyone can watch it. Yeah, we, we we can form our own opinions for it exactly. and discount yours. But honestly, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Uh, quick suggestion then, actually, yeah, uh, Paddy, there needs to be some jingle bells in the glad all over. You know, you'll sort that out, mate. We'll, we'll see if we can get that sorted uh, for later on. So, if anyone wants to see this video of DR trying Dr. Pepper for the very first time, where where can we find that? Currently, it's on the Back of the Nest Facebook page. Uh, so, if you, you can search that out on Facebook. I dare <laughs> say we will uh, be sharing that around Twitter. So, obviously, on the Back of the Nest Twitter. We'll obviously uh, send it to Love Sport as well. So Yeah, but people comment and then we'll have a look and then DR, the, the people will tell you. They yeah. will tell you if I you're think, lying I think on people, camera. No, I think people are wrong. Honestly, my honest opinion of this is, ah, uh, no, no. I just, I'm not, I'm never trying it again. Okay, okay. Still, still got the bottle in his hand, Jake. Yes, he does. <laughs> right, I think that's enough, Dr. Pepper, and I think I've been avoiding the situation for long enough. <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace, they beat Leicester City, um, 1-0. Um, thoughts before... <laughs> I'll try not, obviously, influence or, or, or jump sure. in and, and disagree too much, but... What, what were your thoughts on that win? I think it was a terrible game of football. For oh, a I start. agree with that. It, it, really, it really was. Um, 
the conditions were were pretty poor mm. um you know we'd, we'd had one win in 11 and to be honest if you're gonna if you're gonna look at history and pick the opposition i think it probably would have been leicester because we've we've got a decent recent record you, against you, you. you spanked us if that's the correct yeah. term on both games last season didn't that's you it. and i think three in a row now where you haven't scored against us at home so i think i think the omens were there and mm. and for once uh it all kind of sided with us obviously zaha not in the team and we, we still managed to win that hadn't happened since september 16 i believe <sighs> that so long. um yeah and, and i think it was against sunderland or everton yeah peanut uh, Seema Pina, he was there. Wow. Yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I knew it had been a long time. It just makes me feel even yeah. worse. <laughs> I mean, honestly and truly, though, you know, you know, taking the whole Zaha situation, the fact that you did win the game and Leicester did somehow lose, do, do you think you deserve to win that game? On, on balance, 1 0 at half time was fine. Yeah. We were poor second half and we were indebted to our goalkeeper for, for it not being a draw and I think if it had got if it had been 1-1 at full time I, I couldn't have complained um, but I think that if someone had to win it I think it's fair that it was us but I would say that wouldn't I you would what do you say dear I think we got a bit lucky um, if you guys actually decided to turn up I, I think you lot would have actually managed to get a draw or at least a win. We only had one shot on target the whole game and it was a good strike from Luca, but it's still worrying in 90 minutes you have one shot on target. So it was not a great performance at all. And it's just when you look at um, other you know teams that we're facing, we've got Man City coming up and we've got Cardiff. Just any team in the Premier League, if you play like that and actually play half decent, mm. we probably wouldn't have got even a point. So... I know you have to be a bit lucky in the Premier League, but... Um, well, they say it balances itself out, doesn't it? So yeah. would you say up in this point, you, you, there's been a few games you thought you should have got something from, and this was one that maybe you, you know, it's come back to, to you know, in a, in a good sense? Und- undoubtedly, and Roy yeah. said that. I mean, specifically, he was talking about the um, the save from Guaita because the ball rebounded off the inside of yeah. the post, straight <laughs> through his hands. <laughs> the odds! Yeah, that's that's the bit of luck that we hadn't been getting. Mm. And um, I think that's a fair comment, and it's, a, it's an old adage that tends to come true. But I don't know. We're we're a bit split as a support support group at the moment. Where I think it's probably the majority aren't with Roy in the sense that Roy says we we've been playing really well. Yeah. And it's only a couple of blips. You know, the game against Brighton, which is always going to be a, a bad one if you lose that, mm. especially against ten men. Um, and then obviously the performance against West Ham as well, where we conceded three in in quick succession. It was just, I think Roy's view is those were two bad games, and we've been fine the rest of the season. Whereas I think people more lean on the lines of, well, even though we've played well against the bigger teams, overall our performances haven't been good enough with the squad that we've got. And a lot of that comes down to the system that Roy will not change from. Yeah. But how important, you know, I know it's something you would have been sick and tired of talking about every time that Zaha was unavailable. How important is it that they can no longer throw that at you? It's certainly for the time being anyway. Yeah. I, th- I think it's good um, in a player's perspective. You saw it after the game, there was a couple of players that came out and actually said, now there's no more yeah, Zaha. I, like, I did see a couple of tweets. Yeah, that. Was it Van Aanholt? Did Van a- I think so. Martin Ke- I think Kelly, Martin Kelly said yeah, that as well. No, so there's lots, of people, like, there's lots of players after the game um, actually mentioning it. So it's probably something that was in their head. And now that's gone it's better next time we don't have Zaha I, you know the players I think mm. I mean obviously, got, they're, obviously they're, you're weak without Zaha but yeah. do you know what I mean the fact they're, that it's not a mental block anymore yeah I think that and also I think it show it will show the team that 
when Zaha is in there, there are still alternate ways of playing. Yeah. Because obviously when he is in there, and it, we, this has been a feature of late as well, we've been trying to hit him, as you should, you should try and get the ball to him as much as you can, because that's where we're most dangerous. But we have shied away from getting other players involved. And when you've got three on Zaha, there's space on that pitch somewhere. Mm. And we've been really bad at using it. So I think hopefully this will show that you know, there's different ways of playing and knocking it back to, to Luca to smash one in from 25 yards might not work every time, but it's 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 a viable option. And I think we've been too too focused on going trying to go down that left hand side, trying to find Wilf and uh, and build from there. And really, he's been if he's been crossing, it's to no one. And if he's been trying to get on the end of a chance, he's really he's really been pushed too far wide. And he's got too many people around him. So yeah. hopefully, you know, we can build on that. Yeah, I think if you're looking at um, Zaha, it's just he hasn't even played that good this season. I think we've over relied on him and over actually played him. So this is a good opportunity. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I just made a face. You made a face. Start, oh, starting it? to disrespect Zaha now. <laughs> no, but too old school for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he hasn't played good though. I, what you think Zaha's played good so far this season? What? <laughs> on what basis? <laughs> what basis has Zaha played good? Up to, I think people expect expect more from him. I think you have to look. I think he's done what he can in the position that he's been put in. Um, I think yeah, I think he's been fine. He's had a cu- couple of games where, we, but no more than usual, where a couple of games where he's been well well marked. We will continue this debate <laughs> uh, very shortly. Interesting point there from Dia, and I like the fact we've got a little bit of a. You know, a disagreement going on here. Crystal <laughs> Palace fans, if you're listening, get in touch. Has Wilfred Zaha actually been that good this season? 0208 70 20 558 or send us a tweet at Love Sport Radio. Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. There's a story here that reveals what the tasks that get harder for us are as we get older in life. And uh, Stop looking at me. <laughs> I'm already in a bad mood because they keep sending me texts from the NHS about free flu jabs. <laughs> you are now of an age where you're like, yeah, all right, I know. It was That's an moment. awful moment mm. in my life. <laughs> I realised that all these things are derided. I was actually there now. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3 p.m. on Love Sport. Love Sport, 558 a.m. Welcome back, Love Sport Radio, the Crystal Palace fan show, Hambo and DR from Back of the Nest, joining myself, Jake Watson, in the studio. Um, before we carry on the Crystal Palace uh, Zaha debate and Leicester um, review, uh, there are some Carabao Cup games on this evening. Uh, the North London derby, the small matter of that one. Uh, the Tottenham side is Gazaniga in goal, Trippier, Alderweireld, Davies, Rose, Winks, Sissoko, Eriksen, Deli Ali, Lucas Moura and Min Son, which means that Harry Kane has dropped to the bench for this one. The Arsenal side is Petr Cech, Maitland-Niles, Socrates, Xhaka, Monreal, Torreira, Guendouzi, Mkhitaryan, Ramsey, Iwobi, Aubameyang, which means that Granite Xhaka is playing centre-half, which should be interesting. I think 
fortunate perhaps not to be playing against Harry Kane um, in the other game Chelsea against Bournemouth the Chelsea side is Kepa Aspicoloqueta Christensen Rudiger Emerson Fabregas Kovacic Barkley Loftus-Cheek Willian and Giroud uh, which means Hazard is on the bench for them and the Bournemouth side is Boric Cook Simpson Daniels Ibe Stanislas Ake Rico Brooks Wilson and Mousse Nathan Aki going into a midfield position apparently this evening um, but if you didn't know he did used to play there when he came through the ranks um, at Chelsea believe it or not so we'll keep you updated when those goals go in this evening it's a 7.45 kickoff. Uh, Hambo have we had any response yet to the Dr Pepper video online? No I was very very slow to share it um, because we were distracted um, well, <laughs> they, they are daring to disagree with me basically that's what we were distracted by um, so so uh, other than my friend Nav suggesting that um, it wasn't halal <laughs> right, um, <yeah. laughs> therefore I shouldn't have had any of it um, we're, we're lacking some responses yet but there's okay. been plenty of people who've had a had a look and um, probably they're probably just trying to deal with the consequences right now yeah no it's a lot to take in isn't it so let's go back to the Zaha debate yeah, so let's. Hambo, Zaha's got three goals and one assist so far this season. And you're saying that he's performing as well as he should have and he shouldn't do better? I mean, those aren't brilliant stats. No. Um, our, star, our, our, our superstar in the team is has only got three goals and one assist in 14 Premier League games. And, and that's fine with you. That's oh, not- mate, if you're going to start throwing stats at me, I'm going to get really <laughs> furious. You, you know, they, they tell the story you want them to tell. You know, the job that, that Wilf does in the team, I mean, throughout his entire career at Palace, you can't, you can never throw the, the full effect just by looking at Zaha's stats. It's the chaos he creates, it's the effect he has on the game itself. And, I, and it, I understand. You're, you're pointing now, all right? <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I understand Come that. Down, I understand that, but it seems like he's lost that as well. Over yeah, the you're, last you're, you are basing on the fact that you do see him pretty much every week. So yeah, over the last couple of games, it seems like, especially against Brighton, against West Ham, where he got that yellow card towards the end, it seems like his emotions are getting the better of him, and we haven't really seen the best of him due to that this season. And yes, you have a. Well, I think you made a point uh, before we went to the break that he's playing out of position. Yes, that's a valid point, but he still needs to do better for uh, someone at his. Caliber and that's worth six million apparently. I'll take, I'll, take your, million. I'll take your point on Brighton. I think the you know that the game the emotions did did get to him that day, but you can't then in that statement apply it to the whole season because it's not true. Um, he, he definitely had a poor game against Brighton, but there were there were more than there's more than one player who had a poor game against Brighton. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. whole season. I'm just if you're looking at his attitude and you look at the Brighton game and the West Ham game it just doesn't seem like I don't know he seems frustrated I don't know if that's playing out position but you look at his stats as well three goals one assist from a player who was linked with many of the top six clubs and we valued him around 70 million that's just not good enough no you see, again I, I can't agree because the, the thing you, you've stated first of all you, you did say it was he hasn't played well this season is what you what you're arguing yeah okay you yeah, can't go back on that yeah yeah but the, the other point is you know he has looked frustrated. You're right, and he and he's had. If you're saying he's had less of an effect on a, on games, you're right. But that's because the team have been playing incredibly poorly in a lot of those games. And if you look at where the, where things have broken down, it's been nothing to do with whether Zaha's played well or not. It's to do with how the teams come together. It's to do with the fact that we haven't been able to find a way of getting him on the ball in dangerous areas. You know he. You're effectively blaming him for the ineffectiveness of the system, and I, and that's what I'm taking. That's what I have opposition to. I, I don't think Wilf has played badly. I think he's done well when he's had the opportunity to do well. 
I, I just, I just don't. I, I think he can do much better. I know he's playing out of position, but still, he can, he can do, he can be more effective. He doesn't look as dangerous. As At times, yeah. on, on the previous seasons, when Crystal Palace haven't been playing well, has he then single-handedly kind of dragged? the team up and is DR maybe suggesting at the moment when the team aren't playing well he's not quite doing that whether he's directly responsible for the, the results is a separate thing but is, it has under previous occasions he has been able to produce something from nothing okay I, I, you know again you could you could argue that yeah. case but again I, I would just refer you back to the system and again DR loves stats so if DR goes and has a look at the heat map for, like Z- for ZR <laughs> for, look at the heat map for, for Zaha this season Versus the heat map for Zaha last season. And the positions he's taken up this season are far more rigid mm. than they were previously. So the system's changed. You know, he, he's been effectively told, rather than being a free man playing around Benteke, uh, more often than not, and even when uh, he, he and Townsend were playing up front as they are this season, he was still more of a free role. He, they've been, he's effectively been told this season, you're a forward, you're a striker, and you're going to play as such. So you're going to have to lead the line, yeah. And that that's just taken away the whole point of playing him as a forward. When you uh, we we spoke to we spoke to Keith Millen on this show before, but previously to that I spoke with Keith and he was talking about we were talking to him about playing Zaha as a forward, and he says it'll only work if you give him a free role, and that's what we did last season. But as soon as you put him in a rigid system, yeah, it becomes easier to double up, triple up on him. So so basically having no Benteke or any other kind of you know focal point has probably perhaps hindered Zaha in terms of his, his, his return of, of goals, maybe. Yeah, what, I, what I've suggested is, and this is my frustration with Roy and why I've... I've I would, well, so I have turned against him, to be honest, and I feel that his tactics have negated our best player rather than supported him. And last season, that was a difference. We actually, we actually worked the tactics to suit him, whereas now Roy has decided, well, that's the system we're going to go with, and that's the role that you're going to play, rather than look at how we get the best out of him. That's my view. Is it not maybe more to do with the fact that Benteke's been injured and he's got no faith in the other strikers that he's got, so he's he's looked at, well, what's the next best option is to, is to put him as a striker, no? I disagree. Um, if you have uh, Benteke missing, who is meant to be our main striker yeah. you have to do you have to make sure the players that are on the pitch play at the best position so you get the best out of them and I agree with you that Zaha is playing out position where it's not only Zaha Andros is playing out position in my yeah. opinion as well and that's not helping us but it's still as I said before with Zaha's case I'm not I'm not I'm not full on hating on Zaha I'm just so far this season for a player that has been valued 70 million before the season started and what he's done in previous seasons you expect him to push on this season I haven't seen yeah, that yeah, push I, on this I, season I, I and st- him playing out of position yes it plays a fact but he just as a, as a superstar you need to even if the guys around you are playing bad you need to be the one that you know carries the team and show your worth I think I think there's countless examples of superstar players in playing in teams where the system isn't working and they're not playing in the right place um, of, of where they've looked ordinary. Um, all I would say, all it needs is a tweak, the system, even without Benteke. All you need is to play Andros as the, as the further forward striker, lead the line and let Wilf play free behind him. And I think in, in the spells where we've actually done that, through the course of substitutions and you know various enforced personnel changes at times, and Wilf's been in a more of a free position. You've seen him get suddenly get you know, come back to life. Mm. Um, so I think that's that's what I'm talking about here. I think Wilf Wilf can play up front with Andros, but Andros needs to lead the line. 
interesting debate and what i'm enjoying most about this is that we've completely stopped talking about this <laughs> <laughs> which is great it's love sport radio and this is the crystal palace van show it's all in the name love sport radio 30-30 Tennis is the new alternative scoring format that creates shorter matches. The clue is in the name. Every game starts at 30 all. That is 30-30. Best of three sets matches are completed in 40 to 60 minutes and best of five in 60 to 90 minutes. 30-30 or T-30 can be described as the youngest sporting sibling of Cricket's 2020 or T-20. For more information, visit 3030tennis.com. That is T. H-I-R-T-Y then the digits 3 and 0 followed by tennis all one word dot com a spokesman said.com is a leading price comparison website that allows you to compare every energy tariff on the market in seconds. We have more deals than any other comparison website offering energy prices, and our impartial independent switching service is free of charge. Nearly 50% of UK households have switched bills, and there are hundreds to be saved. Visit a spokesman said.com and make sure you have the best energy deal in place before winter arrives. As recommended in The Guardian, The Times, and The Sun, a spokesman said.com. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity at SEHBAC we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in the southeast if you have experience selling windows doors and conservatories we want to hear from you with a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided SEHBAC has the job that's right for you for more details or to get in touch visit SEHBAC.com Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330 661 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Love Sport, 558 AM. Welcome back, Love Sport Radio, the Crystal Palace fan show, DR and Hambo from Back of the Nest in the studio. We've been debating Wilfred Zaha. Has he been underperforming this season? Nope. Uh, uh, it's a firm <laughs> no from Hambo. <laughs> DR is insistent. He has not yeah. been bad. He's just maybe could do a little bit yeah. more. I don't help him out. No, no, I'm not going to. But <laughs> really lost Hambo. <laughs> we're we're going to revisit this debate later on. Um, so get in touch. 0208 702558 or at Love Sport Radio is the Twitter handle that we need to do. We're going to be speaking to former Palace player John Salako, former Palace legend John Salako, very shortly. Um, so before we do that, let's kind of wrap up our kind of Leicester review. Deliberately, we've left this part nice and <laughs> short. Um, in terms of the lineup formation, happy with, with with the way that Roy did it. I suspect Hamber, you're a no, no. and Di, you're a yes. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> both a no. No, uh, the formation. I thought he could change it about a bit um, as Wilf 
and um, well Tompkins it doesn't really matter but the fact that Wilf was out but he didn't change it about and I said it last week on Love Sports Show as well he's just too stubborn and it will cost him his job uh, look we won the game yes but we didn't play that great um, Martin uh, Kelly came in for Tompkins I thought he had a very good game uh, Jordan Ayew came in for Zaha and it was a straight swap and the same 4 for 2 formation so yeah I was not I was not that pleased with the formation bottom line is we said it in the run up to the game as soon as we knew that Tompkins was out and that Zaha was out mm. we knew that IU would come in and play where Zaha was playing and we knew that Kelly would come in and play where Tompkins was playing and the system would stay the same Is that a major issue? It, it is when it doesn't work yeah mm. um, and that's that's the bottom line it's, it's an opportunity What would you have done differently then? Because it, it, it just say to me if you're going to if your striker's out you bring IU and it looks f- pretty straightforward you know I changes mean, to make I mean IU has not impressed in a Palace shirt for all the running he does mm. um, there's a lot of people questioning if he's even a footballer at the moment <laughs> yeah. um, no, that's, uh, what, I'm, what I'm getting at really is it was an opportunity with some enforced changes to, to look at the system and think actually should I if I'm bringing in IU for Zaha which is the decision that he made and was always going to make why, why don't you think about switching to a 4-3-3 playing IU on the left of that and then maybe making another change in midfield taking probably MacArthur out and playing, uh, playing Soloff up front something like that and just, you know, Andros back on the right in his natural position, three-man yeah. midfield, four-man defence, and just play something a little bit different. Now, again, it, when you say that after winning a game, it feels a little bit... A little, yeah, a little, you know. but I do I do 100% get, get, get your point. But something I, I think I've said on the Palace fan show before, I think maybe when you were here, DR, is that, to me, looking at the way that Roy sets his side up and, and the personnel playing in certain positions, it screams to me that there's a number of players, and I look at the people on the bench, is that he doesn't trust those players. So, yeah. you know, the likes of Sorloff, the likes of Schlupp, Punch and... It's incredibly unlikely. I think they're going to be starting a game unless he absolutely has to, because I think then he doesn't one hundred percent trust them. Well, one player that did come on uh, pretty early was Jeffrey Slup, and he was horrific. Like Mm. it just shows that if you have to rely on Jeffrey Slup to change the game, you really haven't got that many players on your bench and uh, at quality. So you're no Jeffrey Schlapp, right? I, I know Jeffrey very so, well. <laughs> so started as a striker. Yeah, scored a hat-trick on his debut. Yeah, yeah. Became, uh, did. became a left winger and a left back. Yeah. And we play him in central midfield. What is, Are you what? serious? I did not yeah. know this. Central so, midfield? Like central midfield for Palace. Wow. He plays everywhere. It's like a school kid, you know? Like, yeah. he had no position. Just run around. That's so his role. Th- this is the problem with Roy, right? Mm. The squad that Center he's... Centre midfield? Yeah, the squad that he's got, <laughs> he, he will not play wingers. So Andros is yeah. a winger. But cannot but plays as either a striker or if, or if we're playing a four four two and he's not playing up front, he'll be playing as a as a wide midfielder mm. tucking in because that's what we do with our with our in the four four two. Those wide midfielders aren't wingers; they're, they're wide central midfielders. They're supposed to tuck in and form a, a very tight four, uh, particularly in in defence. They sort of they drop right back, so we don't play with wingers. And if you if you just sort of forget everything you know about football and just look at the squad even if you think of it like a football manager squad yeah and you look at their positions and you think you think okay where's where's our best player played? your best players are wingers that's it winger and then yeah so Wilfred's our winger Andrews Townsend winger yeah so you're like well, why not play a system that uses wingers yeah and you've got Punching and Schlupp who you know they are wingers you know you, you could talk about obviously debate about the quality of them but yeah. it, seem, it seems like you'd, if he's going to play this way he's limiting himself so so much because he's got players who play who are specialist you know Punching and, and Schlupp <laughs> are not 
central players. I mean, no, I, they converted, honestly and truly, I had no idea that Jeffrey yeah, Shelby had played um, central midfield, and that absolutely horrifies me. <laughs> yeah, I think technically an atrocious <laughs> footballer, but he's incredibly quick. You know, and when when you're that quick, you can play on the. He wing. is quick, but I, I, his his attitude as well. He just mm. tracking back. He seems a bit lost. It's like he just comes on. Uh, him and Solov, um, but they don't. It seems like they don't really have a clue what's going on. They start pointing at players but not picking them, picking them up, and you're like, you just came on. Why are you not running and chasing back? So mm. it's frustrating. And from now on, I honestly will start Jason Pun- like put Jason Punch in ahead of Jeffrey Schlupp because he doesn't offer much, mm. and there's I no point bringing him on if he's not going to. Schlupp last season did pretty well for us. Okay, uh, filling in, in in central midfield, again in the wide left central midfield position. Start of this season, and the reason he lost his place was not just the form and the ability of Max Mayer, it's because tracking back and helping out Patrick von Arnhout, every time we conceded a goal down that side, you'd basically be able to see just, just out, just creeping into shot yeah. <laughs> as the ball goes in the net. Oh, it's that's Jeff- where he should Jeffrey be, about jogging back. 10 yards yeah, away. You just... That was a real frustration for him. And he, his stock has fallen considerably. Yeah. And he's clearly a player that Roy trusted. And I, I think probably more from an organisational point of view than an ability point of view. I think Roy has, is on record as saying he likes to have players on the pitch who are li- or help basically put his his views, his philosophy, uh, philosophy yeah. exactly, uh, on, on the pitch. And I think Schlupp was one of those. I- I'll quickly, yeah, I don't think I don't think Roy trusts any like anyone on his bench. To be fair, after no. the comment he made against Brighton, saying that if there was anyone that I could bring on to change the game, it just shows that there's no trust there in his bench players, and we, it's an area that we have to improve on. It's a shame though, because when you signed up, and obviously just very selfishly uh, as a as a Leicester fan, you know he, he came through as a, as a Premier League winner. You spent a fair amount of cash on him. Yeah. I know he's been there a few years now, but just out of curiosity, have you been disappointed by his progression and improvement as a, as a player? Because you probably had quite high hopes for him, or did you not? Well, I, I was I was a little confused because we signed him and PVA at the same time. And yeah. it was just kind of okay. similar. Players. That's when we had yeah. left back crisis. Yeah, we though. did. We had. Yeah. And I, then think we, we, I think we panicked yeah, a little Papa bit. as well. Then as yeah, well. He, yeah, he just had that uh, the, car the crash. crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think I think he did a really good job for us initially, and I think now, you know, now we're sort of seeing some limitations there, and it's I think. In this, in this sort of modern age, the amount of money we, you spend on footballers, I think we probably got value out of him for a, yeah. for a season and a half. So I don't think it was a bad signing. I just don't think he's going to take us forward. He's a player that, um, when you're winning a game, is you bring on for the last ten to five minutes to try and defend. But even that, I said he's. He seems like he, I can't really trust him to even do that job because he's not he's tracking back. So I'm losing trust in him, and I think. Roy after his performance against Leicester will lose a bit of trust in him as well yeah well it'll be interesting to see where Jeffrey Schlupp's next career move mm-hmm. is because obviously he's not going to become a first team player obviously on, on what you guys are saying about him um, so yeah Jeffrey Schlupp could be next stop in the championship uh, it's Love Sport Radio and this is the Crystal Palace Fan Show it's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey four games without scoring and, and, and not against particularly strong sides they're obviously playing Northern Ireland who were not great and I think actually Republic of Ireland's goalkeeper was man of the match in that game it's never good <laughs> I mean look, I'm a goalkeeper and I like being man of the match but it never says a lot about the defence playing in front of it me it never happens either but um... <laughs> it's the Brian Moore show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport we've all got one and we're not afraid to put it on display our opinions, that is. 
share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The cat's out of the bag and PC's gone mad. Patrick Christie's has been from the streets of Syria to the galleries of the government and now he's gracing the airwaves giving meaning to the term face for radio. Patrick Christie's bringing his unique take on all the latest in sports and current affairs to your lunchtime. PC Gone Mad. Weekdays from midday on Love Sport. 558am Love Sport. Love Sport Radio, Crystal Palace fan show uh, with Jay Watson till 10pm this evening, but DR and Hambo from the Back of the Nest podcast uh, in the studio with me, but delighted to say that Crystal Palace legend John Salako is on the phone now. John, good evening. Hi, good evening. How are we well? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, John, very, well. very quickly before we go into kind of chatting about the Leicester game and then looking ahead to, to Man City. There's been a bit of a debate in the studio this evening. I just want to get your take on it. Um, there's, a, there's a split of just how well Wilfred Zahar has been playing this season. Do you think he's been at his best? Do you know what? I think Wilfred's just been magnificent. Um, he's, he's obviously targeted. I think everyone's fully aware of what he's capable of and how important he is to, to the Palace side. And they obviously make provisions for that and they, they do target him and... and uh, you know, they'll double up on him and, and they know that, you know, if they do nullify Wilfred, then they nullify a massive part of uh, Palace's armoury. So, in the context, he's got to learn, he's got to grow. And, you know, I know he, he does, uh, it's very easy to to get petulant and, and angry and say about he's been targeted and fouled. But he's got to let the other guys do that. He's got to let the manager do it, let Roy Hodgson do it, let Ray Lewington do it, let Milivojevic do it and McArthur. They've got to protect him, and uh, you know. But it's a, you know, it, it's a it's a massive fillet for him that they do target him. So I think uh, he will grow and he will get better. And I think perhaps coming out of it and watching games will will help him. Do you think three goals though and assists, which Dr. pointed out as his stats this year, you think that's a good enough return though for someone who's 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 valued how highly as he is? I think well, I think what we've got now is just the expectation level. You, you're probably right. I think looking at the cold stats. I think what we wanted of Wilfred, um, you know, I try to work with him uh, on that and what you try and tell him uh, is that it's, it's end product. You've got to get your crosses in, you've got to get your shots in, you've got to get your assists and you've got to get your goals. You know, Wilfred, with his ability uh, and a little bit of the freedom he is allowed, um, he probably should be getting, uh, you know, we're hoping he can get sort of 12, 15 goals, which will catapult him into a real top level. I mean, you're talking, that's Eddie Hazard level. You know, Mora, you know, the Philippe Andersons, you look at the other teams that are playing, you know, for a wide play, if you can get, you know, 12, 14, 15 goals, that is exceptional. But, you know, if you got 10, 12 out of Wilfred and, and then another sort of 15 assists, then that, that would be incredible. You've picked my side of the debate there, John, so well done. You've, uh, <laughs> you were correct. Good start. <laughs> um, just uh, on, a, on a general theme, uh, a lot of the Palace fans have been questioning Roy Hodgson of late. Um, really? Our, our, ourselves included, funnily enough. Yeah, I think... So to give it to give it the context it probably needs, I think 
what's frustrated a lot of people is is the rigidity of his the fact he plays the same system every week and fits the players yeah. into it rather than perhaps playing a system that bet would better suit his squad so what what's your view on, on Roy's current performance obviously brilliant last season but this season uh, people seem disappointed well do you know what I, I think you know Roy came in I mean obviously the horrendous start that that, that we had and then you know sort of stayed up and and coming into this season, there was a lot of it. Again, it's that word expectation. And, you know, you do want to see good football. Uh, and I know that, you know, Palace are one of those sides. And they're, they're six to eight, possibly ten sides. That Honestly, I heard Klopp talking about this 42 points, 40, 42 points. And, you know, first and foremost, you want to stay in the league. So you want to be hard to beat. You know, and especially with the, the problems um, we've had with Benteke. You know, Soloth's not quite finding his feet. AU's not finding his feet. So goals aren't that easy to find and come by. And I think with Roy, he's first and foremost starting position. And, and that's what he's got to do. He's got to go back to basics and say, look, let's be hard to beat. Let's keep the score tight. Let's keep the game. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And let's try and nick it off a set piece, off a free kick, off a piece of magic from Wilfor. Andros Townsend or Milivojevic, as he did against uh, Leicester. And, and you, you know, that's where, you know, unfortunately, that's where Roy's living. And that's where he's got to be. He's pragmatic. He's been sensible. And it is frustrating to the fans because the fans want to see more open, expansive football. You know, they want to see more attacking um, and boxing teams in. But, you know, in this league, it's so tough. It's so tough and every game's tough. And that's why it's the best league in the world. And, and really, I would say... You know, Roy's doing a fantastic job. Um, yeah, if he can get that little bit more of a, of a, of a more, you know, entertaining uh, form of a game, and it would be great. But I think just, you know, pinch ourselves and, and be thankful that, you know, we're doing so well and that we are competing and staying in the Premier League. Oh, sure. Uh, what, what about um, use of squad, though? Obviously, Roy is a manager of a certain vintage, and there's nothing wrong with that, but... Um... I think the modern game with with the twenty five man squad. I think he's quite quick to use you know the same players every week, and we've been talking about whether that shows a lack of trust in the in the twenty five as a whole. But 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 by not using them, you know, and, and these players not having the sort of competitive minutes in the Premier League, is there a danger that yeah. they won't ever be able to to make a difference off the bench or if they're they're brought in to start um, just because they've not been used properly? No, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just sitting here waiting for the Arsenal Tottenham game to come on. And uh, you know, when you talk about the cup competitions, that's when you you want to give players game time. And you know, you talk about oh, do you know what? It's an important game. You should want to win competitions. And but where are they going to get game time? And you do need to give them game time. And you watch them day in day out in training. 
and that's where you build your trust and that's where you build your confidence in players and that's you know as a, as a player um, and it's so important that you know even when you're a substitute or you're in a squad you've got to always have a great attitude be positive enthusiastic and be, and be ready to come on and when you go and knock on that manager's door and you say, oh, "I want to play, I want to play," you know you've got to back that up with, with you know, with a with a passion, enthusiasm, and a display. So, but he has got to give those players game time because you know Martin Kelly's like a phenomenon. He yeah. he trains, and you know when he comes in, you'd think he had never been out and he hadn't played, and because he's got such a fantastic attitude. Joel Ward, in MacArthur's, you know, there's, there's so many players, Scotty Dan, they've got wonderful attitudes, but. It's very easy to sulk. You know, I'm looking at Ozil and I'm looking at some of the other problems that, that players have at Man United. You know, they don't seem to have it. You know, Klopp and, and um, Guardiola do an incredible job keeping a squad happy. But, as you, you're saying, you know, it is about giving them time. And they've got to deliver. Otherwise, you lose faith in them and you don't, you don't really trust them. So, it's, it's a tough one. On that is, if he does have this perhaps this lack of faith or this lack of trust in the squad, come January, not an awful lot of money to spend by all accounts at Palace, particularly wage wise. So um, again, again, yeah, <laughs> weird, isn't it? Keeps happening. Again, um, where's all the money gone? Yeah. <laughs> not, not entirely sure, but um, but so you know what? What do the, what do Palace do there? What do they prioritise? The, the temptation is just just to say striker every time, isn't it? But with Wickham potentially yeah. coming back, and Benteke looking like he's back from injury very shortly, um, are they going to get anything better for the money available? Do you know what? It's, it's amazing. I mean, we desperately need a striker. I mean, it, you know, Benteke's been uh, incredibly disappointing for for probably for a number of reasons. I think physically, uh, he's got issues. Um, I don't think he can do what his body won't let him do what he probably his mind wants to do. I know what we know the quality he's got. He's a phenomenal player. You know, we swapped him for for Balassi, twenty eight million, and and expect him to take us to another level. We let Glenn Murray go, the Fraser Campbells, the Dwight Gales, you know, the Patrick Bamfords that you thought weren't quite good enough. Um, the player I think is is a hell of a player. It's Connor Wickham, physicality. He's got everything, and if he can stay fit and keep himself right, uh, he would be the answer. But the other answer is, obviously, Steve Parrish and, and Brighty and, and Boogie, you know, have got to get their heads together and, and scout because they are out there. And, if you know, if you can freshen up with a decent striker, need a bit of pace so you can stretch the game. Um, you know, again, someone who attack the ball, get Wilfred and Andros, um, you know, creating chances for them. Uh, just, just relieving pressure and being able to, to, to keep possession. But, you know, it's it's massively important and, and I think that's the lifeblood really for, for a club like Palace is to be able to bring in one or two every time. And that's why you use that January window to freshen up with two or three. You look, Gita came in and, he, you know, he's come in, he's done brilliantly. And you've got to have players that have a desire uh, and want to kick on and you want to buy players like you know, Bob Wayne at uh, West Ham. You know, he's sort of six, seven million. He's a kind of player you want to go and pick up like a Lukeman or a... You know, Andre Gray, they're, they're out there. You go and buy them for five, six million, you turn them into a 20, 30 million pound player. You sell them two, three years later after great service and you make a profit on them. That, that is where we need to live. Yeah, no, so, it'd definitely be interesting to, to see what um, the guys do in January. John, just very quickly, Man City up next uh, for Palace. Do, do you give them much hope going into that one? Or if so, how, how do you think they go about trying to get a result? Uh, do you know what? It's one of those games where it's, a, it's, it's almost like a free hit. You know, Man City are the best team, arguably, in Europe, uh, let alone in the Premier League. And they've got 
great players everywhere. You know, De Bruyne is back. Uh, you know, Sonny. You know, they're all playing fantastic. Well, Aguero's back. So, you know, you've got to set up your team. You've got to set hard to beat, but you've got to be confident and be able to keep possession. I think with their high press, I don't think you want to mess around at the back. Just get rid of it. Get up there. You know, make it bitty. Make it scrappy. Uh, get in their faces and hopefully nick something and hopefully, you know, sort of, you know, the, the, the players like Wilfred and Andros can produce and, and try and get results would be phenomenal. Um, get another point on the road, but that's why the Leicester result was great and so important because against those Man City's, Liverpool's, you know, maybe your Spurs, Arsenal's, um, that top four, um, Chelsea, it, it, you know, whatever you get out there is a bonus. So I don't really hold that much hope, but that's good, fantastic. Absolutely. John, really appreciate your time this evening. Uh, that was uh, John Slarko, Crystal Palace legend. His views there on the squad uh, and looking ahead to Man City doesn't give us much hope. No, well, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's fair. It's fair enough, isn't I think, it? I wouldn't give much teams any hope nah. against them at the moment. Yeah. I think why I looked at uh, our results against them of late and over the last few years it's just been increasing the gap I think it, I think if you look in sequence I think it's 1-0 but don't be concerned Hambo because that's happening to every single one of us in the <laughs> Premier League it's Love Sport Radio and this is the Crystal Palace Fan Show Come for the sport stay for the chat Love Sport Radio Have you been injured in a road traffic accident an accident at work or an accident anywhere it's your right to claim you could be entitled to thousands of pounds in compensation. Harris Fowler, a specialist personal injury solicitors with a 96.9% success rate, offering no win, no fee. Call 0800 213 214 to find out if you have a claim. 0800 213 214. Harris Fowler, the personal injury solicitors. Win rate based on cases issued and finished between the 1st of January and the 31st of December 2017. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct and get two pairs of new glasses with lenses from just £19. And with our free home trial, you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy. It's that easy. So, for your new glasses, you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk. New customers only, delivery 395. Conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. This is Love Sport.
Foot Radio, Crystal Palace fan show, Hambo and DR from Back of the Nest in the studio in the Carabao Cup. Uh, the two games this evening have kicked off Arsenal Spurs and Chelsea Bournemouth, both goalless at the moment. It's just a quick one. Christmas shopping. Are we all done? Yeah. You uh, done? First time ever in my life at, yeah. at 38 years old. Um, I have completed my Christmas shopping before it was even December. Wow. And what, is, it, is this because you've had a couple of real close calls and you thought, I'm not going through that anymore? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I used to enjoy it. I used to enjoy leaving it till Christmas Eve because I thought it was funny. Um, however, <laughs> things have just That's got to I've that point doing. where it's busier. I've got less energy than I used to have. Yeah. Um, and the idea, I mean, even driving around now, even trying to go into any town centre right mm. now, it's just full of those people. I hate people. Like, I just <laughs> hate them all. I don't believe they're, that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, honestly, he right does. There. He hates everyone. But I thought it was just you, DR. Have you, have, have you done your Christmas shopping? No, I'm, I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, here he goes. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll accept gifts. Like, but he won't too old school. But I know, I know. Um, producer Paddy hasn't even started. So. No, I've done half, um, and I've, I've now realised. Honestly and truly, I've only realised the date today. So it's now at the point where can't really do kind of my standard delivery anything on i know mean, i'm now running the risk that the, the presents aren't going to be here in time so i'm actually going to have to go to a shop and do my christmas shopping ah, which I'm, i didn't want to do what about christmas decorations I it's weird my, my flat is there is none it, it seems like every year it goes back a week like this week no this year i saw it in october i think end of october like, i saw you, christmas dec- i was like wh- wherever that was you should have set it on fire immediately yeah that but i'm not surprised happening. anymore it keeps going back i don't know when is the right time to start it <laughs> like when is the right time personally to start your personally christmas it's more about wrong start wrong yeah. time to start personally i think christmas decorations should go up on christmas eve and come down on boxing day but um yeah my neighbor keeps up for the, like the remainder of the year like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like extended period he's, of christmas he's probably trying to make a point to you yeah, actually, we don't get along, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had noticed. Um, so, not Christmas shopping, but some January shopping. Yeah. That was seamless, wasn't it? Um, oh. What are you hoping <laughs> Palace to do? I think you've, you've earned your money with that. Thank I mean, you. That is, that yeah, is that's brilliant. Um, I mean, I've, I've just taken a bow for anyone listening. I didn't even mean it. It just <laughs> happens. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a really important time. I think John was saying it, and he, he was absolutely right. I mean... We're, we are only going to get that the couple of faces in that he's talking about, and we might have to move a couple out first. And I'm sure we'll we'll get to it after the break where DR's got some specific rumours. He's been <laughs> delving around the internet and, and spreading like yeah. lies, like wildfire. <laughs> lies. I'm not spreading lies. These are these are not my rumours. This is stuff that I've heard from the people that's tweeting it what's out what's your like, source mate it's not my source <laughs> it's the people that they're tweeting it out he's got, it's mul- me. he's got multiple twitter yeah. accounts he pretends to be a Does turkish he? journalist yeah that has 200k yeah, yeah. followers ITK I- I- you one of them <laughs> no there's there's, there's there's a turkish journalist who has 200k followers and he basically said that Palace have offered uh, Ben Teke to Besiktas on loan. So that's it. It's, I didn't say that. He said that. Look, Diaz Menetti, it's not his news. Do, are, you, are you guys aware of the Twitter account Indy Kalia? Yes. 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 So he's got about, I mean, half a million probably Twitter accounts. He's huge. He's huge. Did you know he works in KFC, KFC. and Leicester? Really? Is it less, yeah, because every time you look at the comments, there's always people like. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. So I can't, I can't remember exactly how he was found out, but it, it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, I mean, whether, whether he works there now or not, but he certainly did at the time. He's yeah. not a respected 
you know, in the node journalist agent um, with all these contacts. Uh, but he's, he makes an absolute fortune from his Twitter account. He's not bad, yeah. though. Well, is that time? The, uh, if you spend enough time on Twitter and you follow yeah. the right people, then if you sling enough mud at the wall, yeah. you know, some will stick. And you only have to get, what, eight out of ten right and bearing in mind that that information isn't his for for people then to start believing you have genuine sources yeah, well, it's, it's a good opportunity <laughs> for me then <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. If, if you're serious about not having a real job and yeah. just being on the internet and being on twitter you can make money out of making up fake the funny rumors the funny thing is you know the at, you know actual journalists with actual sources mm. get probably one in ten stories right absolutely and that's because of how yeah. regularly deals break down and how they're all structured so you know most deals sort of most offers and deals don't even get as far as the club ever accepted them no. there's contracts drawn up things put in place for a series of options over the transfer window so every club will have a load of stuff lined up yeah the agents will go mad drumming up interest all of these are genuine stories from a genuine source but they may never progress to anything and no. it's so easy just like you say you get two or three of those correct and that's it yeah. but th that's the thing that you talk about like journalists they, they'll tweet their stories and sources and, and people will say rubbish well actually it probably wasn't it just didn't happen yeah. as hambo I says but ironically your best source of transfer news is someone like Indy Kalia because yeah. he's spending the time sourcing all of the transfer rumours and obviously he will, he knows the best people to follow in terms of getting the most reliable stuff so you only have to do is follow that one person whilst it's not actually his news he is actually sourcing real news from someone yeah but with the Benteke one yeah, yeah. this guy has 200k followers on yeah. Twitter yeah, that's, that's, that's a huge amount and also he's the head of it sounds feasible to me yeah and he's the head of sports in one of Turkey's biggest uh, sports uh, uh, channels, so he's he's a massive guy. So surely, he's <laughs> he surely should <laughs> surely should a massive be, guy. Yeah, he's a massive. <laughs> like, like do you, do you not believe this is a feasible rumor? Um, and you and he always go to Besiktas games. I think it is a. It's a. I think it's a feasible rumor. Yeah, in, in the feas in the sense that I believe it came from Benzeke's agent. Okay, but whether it's got any truth, truth as in anything was actually offered, or we've we've actually just. I have no doubt that. We wouldn't be too averse to losing Benteke's wages. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. So I'm not doubt. I'm not doubting that. But I think you're right to give it the correct context. I mean, one year, a while back, I got I think 600 fo extra followers in a day because I happened to have been told by someone that Ian Holloway, Holloway was about to be the manager, and I just thought I very rarely do it when I get told anything. Yeah. Uh, but I just chucked it up on Twitter and said Holloway next manager 100. <laughs> percent I, I got so 100%. much abuse. I got so much abuse, and it wasn't 100 percent at the time, but I said it was, and I got so much abuse, but I got it right. So, yeah, that's what you need to do. You, you know, just need to add 100 percent and just be so sure on your rumor that nobody can deny. Yeah, I guess you could do that, but I've got, I've yeah. You know, after the break, we'll we'll talk about in depth why I do think oh. it's a possibility of Benteke. <laughs> do we have to? Yes, I'm afraid we do. Uh, guys, uh, are you paying, other rumors as well. Uh, are you paying way too much for your energy bills and insurance? Because you could be saving hundreds of pounds by shopping around. Find out just how much you could save by going to a spokesmansaid.com. Search for the cheapest deals on your energy bills and the best value for your home, car, and travel insurance. Don't take our word for it. There's hundreds of Spokesman Said customers who've already saved big. Brian from Derbyshire saved £400 on his energy bills. Kurt from Surrey saved over £300 on his home insurance and Tony from Northampton saved a massive £2,800. do not pay the price for not shopping around. Visit spokesmansaid.com and you can be saving money on your bills in time for Christmas. With a spokesmansaid.com Fighting for you, saving you money. This is Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. 
I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. The Lord's Taverners, the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. My name's Sam Alderson and I suffer from Tarsen syndrome. When I become wheelchair bound, I thought I wouldn't be able to play sport anymore. The Lord's Taverners introduced me to disability cricket and it has allowed me to experience all the excitement and happiness that sport can give you. The Lord's Taverners, the leading disability youth cricket charity in the UK. If you're a road cycling enthusiast, carinsuranceforcyclists.com rewards you when you get behind the wheel of your car. Your on-road cycling experience has made you more alert and road aware than the average car driver, and that deserves special attention. Let carinsuranceforcyclists.com source you the best car insurance deal, because good on two wheels means better on four. To find out how much you could save, call 0800 819 9319 and mention Love Sport Radio or visit carinsuranceforcyclists.com. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers it's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills cordell and cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk a partner men can count on Welcome back, Love Sport Radio. Uh, in the next half hour before Hambo and DR Levers, we're going to be doing some, not any more Leicester talk, but we are going to do some transfer rumours. January is fast approaching. DR's got the lowdown and the exclusive content on what is happening with Christian Benteke. So stay tuned for that. We will, of course, also preview your next Premier League game, which is Manchester City. So please stay with are The guys with you till 8.30. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show. But up next here on Love Sport, this is your news. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, lip-reading experts are disputing claims by Jeremy Corbyn, who's denied calling Theresa May a stupid woman in the Commons. The Labour leader suggested he used the term people, but experts say his mouth movements didn't match that word at all. The Tories' deputy chair, James Cleverley, also says he doesn't buy it. If you were just to say, look, it was the heat of the moment, we all get a bit heated in Prime Minister's questions. I, I have done in the past. The best thing to do in situations like that is just to say, look... I said it, I apologise, and then we could move on. But I think him digging his heels in like this, if anything, is making it a lot worse. Police have described the behaviour of a woman jailed for exploiting the Grenfell Tower, Manchester Arena and London Bridge tragedies as deplorable. 44-year-old Roxana Ashraf from Edinburgh has been sentenced to three years after making dozens of false insurance claims. Theresa May says she still wants to bring annual net migration down to the tens of thousands. The Prime Minister has been commenting on the government's post-Brexit immigration plans. She says a new system will allow low-skilled workers from specified countries to come to the UK 
for up to a year. We're going to bring an end to free movement. We will do that in a way that enables us to reduce net migration, but enables us to ensure that the brightest and best can be attracted to the United Kingdom. It will be skills-based, so in the future, coming here to work will be based on your contribution, not on the country you come from. The US is withdrawing all 2,000 of its troops from Syria. Donald Trump has declared victory in the mission to defeat Islamic State. Uber is going to challenge a legal ruling which has potential implications for the so-called gig economy. The Court of Appeal backed the rights of the company's drivers to receive the minimum wage and paid holidays. Sport, tonight's League Cup quarterfinals are underway. Arsenal are facing Tottenham, while Chelsea are taking on Bournemouth. In the Scottish Premiership, Rangers know a win against Hibernian or keep them at the top of the table Celtic can overtake them by beating Motherwell that's the latest I'm Annie Green known originally as the Glaziers this club are far from fragile they've been building their nest in Selhurst Park and the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season it's the Crystal Palace fan show on Love Sport <laughs> oh yeah you've had five minutes mate and decided to cough then Unbelievable. I got tricked I thought the mic was going to go alive after like two seconds come on mate yeah. come on um, we will request some Christmas tunes before the end of the show this evening favourite Christmas song uh, Dio are you going to say you don't like Christmas songs no no, no 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 I do uh, which one which one's old school? The Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, all yeah. I want for Christmas. I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> no, I, there's other songs as well. Look, let me just quickly look for them. No, Hambo, it's too late now, favorite? mate. That's your answer. No, You've got to stick with that. I, Take your first answer. Hambo, what's your favourite? Obviously, it's Fairy Tale in New York, but um, nah, that's just just genius. But whatever the dashing through the snow one is, our producer Mikey loves that, so he'd love to hear that. Well, we'll, we'll try to get that sorted, um, Mr. He, Producer he Paddy. Cha- he changes the lyrics every year to involve my mum, but oh, other, 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 other than that, <laughs> we will not be playing yeah. out that version yeah, this no, evening. No, no, How, exactly. Have you decided yeah, you'd like not, a different yeah, one instead? Yeah, yeah. There's Last Christmas as well. I know Christmas. I know. I've heard of Last Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Last Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of that one? How much? Oh, he, he once asked me if I'd heard of the oh. NHS. <laughs> Fair, there's a fairy tale of New York. There's there's a couple of good tunes. Like, okay. look are you, are you telling me what the Christmas names of Christmas songs or the ones like, you like? The ones that I like. Okay. Yeah. Just realised I said fairy tale in New York, of New York. I said of New York, didn't I? No, I didn't. No, no, Hamburg. I'm so so ashamed of myself. So we're not judging you. You're exactly. all right. I'm don't talk me. to me about my music when you don't know your. Like, oh, 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> you right? That is a Tottenham. There, there was a chance for Spurs. Yeah. Uh, still nil nil in, in both games. Uh, Spurs, Arsenal, and Chelsea, Bournemouth. Let's finish off some transfer rumours. Also, we'll get your forward reviews as well from that Leicester game. Um, so, other than Benteke, we, we've decided that. There is a chance there may be potential interest in Venteke, <laughs> but but whether it's a hundred percent, we can't be a hundred percent sure. Where, where else are we at? Because is it really a matter of moving people out before you could actually really do any proper business? I think so. I think the the, the issue we've got is the wages. So I've got the ninth highest wage mm. bill in the Premier League. I know. I was saying last time I was doing this show, mm. I, I'd, I'd read that that day, and I couldn't believe it. If I'm completely honest, yeah. I look at your squad, and obviously it's not rubbish. I'm not suggesting it's one of the worst in the league, but I, I don't think it's anywhere near the ninth best squad in the Premier League. No, well, when, we, when you, you're wasting money somewhere, well, when you take the decision to do what we've done, which is rather than buy, you know. Players at a reasonable wage, reasonable value that are. Human uh, uh, Son. <laughs> Sorry, in uh, the North London derby, we kind of miss it. 20 minutes gone, but Son has just scored for them. So, Spurs leading. Um, Did, sorry. DR tapped me and celebrated there, just so because everyone knows that DR is a secret Spurs fan. Are you a closet Spurs fan? Did I celebrate? Look, you were right there. You didn't see me <laughs> exactly. I mean, I no, I didn't. But I was listening to, to Hambo. I was very engaged in, in what he was saying. <laughs> well, are you lying? Did he not really celebrate? No, he genuinely did, and it, but he's now well, claiming he didn't because well. Anyway, let's not get into <laughs> it. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about the, the squad of, of and the money that's so, been spent on it. We've 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 done what. what you'd call marquee signings so we've bought Benteke 120 grand a week 20, 28 million quid or whatever it is uh, Sacco similar yeah um, obviously Max Mayer this than, time he's, yeah, he's so on, Sacco, he's on Mayer and Benteke they're three big wages Wilf- yeah, Wilfred Zaha yeah. is obviously now that's near the top mm. um, and a couple of the like, so Max Mayer obviously free transfer big wages um, and we've, we've rewarded players as well, so Townsend will be up there, um, un- understandably. Luka Milivojevic will be up there. Connor Wickham, yeah, yeah, like yeah. About, I think, uh, 60,000 a week Is or something. Really? Yeah. I, I say, I, I know in this day and age there are a lot of Premier League players earning, frankly, more than they should have and probably had maybe half a season, one season, and then got a, a big wage. And, you know, and I'll throw Jeffrey Schlupp into there. I bet you he's on 50k plus, and this oh, is yeah. a player who can't get in your, your starting 11. And... Uh, you know, you don't mind if it's a, a Maya, you know, a Sacco, a players who are playing week in, week out because yeah. they're, they're clearly contributing. Whether they're, people think they're worth it or not is a, a different match, but they're, they're contributing. You know, how painful is it? Because you're talking about having to move players out. You're not going to move out Sacco. You're not going to move out Maya. You're not going to move out Zaha. Well, the players you well, need to move out are the ones that you probably can't move out because of the wage they're on. But I think we have to move out one of Sacco, all the big names that you mentioned that earn mm. a lot. I think it's going to have to come to that because if you want to improve the squad you have to get rid of one of them and get decent squad players because right now when we're in as you said ninth most uh we spend the ninth most in the premier league in terms of wages so in in my opinion that's why the benteke rumor that's why i think it's genuine because you if roy doesn't prefer benteke you can learn out benteke and you can Bring uh, you know using his wages, you can bring in someone bring else for a couple the, of players. Yeah, you? you can bring someone else till the end of the season. That's why I think it makes sense if Ben Teke yeah. does get loaned out. But J- Jermaine Defoe is is a name that I've I've seen linked yeah. um, on loan um, with Ben Teke perhaps moving out on loan. Is that something you'd go for? I, I say. Do you think there's any legs I in that? I say every time we're linked to Jermaine Defoe, <laughs> yeah. it's eighteen months too late. 
Right. So, so we're about 48 months yeah, now yeah, too yeah. late. I said it when he came back from Toronto, so it shows you how much yeah. I know. He's, but he's, he he scored, I think, three goals in a year. But two, by, by two, you, two of them were against I us. I think he scored yeah. four, yeah, two against him. It's a similar situation to Penteke, though. Yeah. Penteke hasn't scored a goal this season. Well, I, I know he's been out with injuries, but last season he only scored three goals. So it depends. If Roy prefers to have Jermaine Defoe rather than Penteke, as Penteke hasn't worked out, then it's a risk that I could see us taking as keeping Benteke there and playing as you are not changing about you may not get as much as goals from him but I understand that Benteke offers lots in other ways other than goals but I guess we have to look for goal scorers and Jermaine Defoe is an option but I don't know I wouldn't really want Jermaine Defoe but that's why I think yeah. Look, one other thing I'll mention obviously you know, we're talking about Benteke going out to save wages I think over the summer we looked at both him and, and Sacco, and Sacco has gone on record saying that he could have left in the summer as yeah. well. And I think we did look to see if it was going to be worth selling or loaning one of those to, to free up space to allow us to build a squad. Because, you know, like you say, you can get two good players with, with that wage could, if, yeah. if, if, if you're you spend lucky. It, if, you spend, if you spend it well. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's the big it's if, hard. isn't it? Yeah, um, it is hard. It's becoming hard in the Premier League, though, because people know of the money that exists. Everyone wants 50k these days. Yeah. I, I don't mean, and loans don't help you that much. If you look, you know, look at what we were asked for. So we paid a lot for Loftus Cheek last year, and I think we were quoted 15 million pound for a season loan. Wow, that's you know, you know to, to have him for a season for, to yeah. not even be your player and still pay and his then for all of his as wages well. as well. Yeah. So I mean, once you add the wages into that, you're probably talking about a 20 million outlay for a player for a season, mm. and then he's someone else's player that you've developed. Um, so it's bizarre, bizarre could, what's going There's on. another player that's. Uh, Solanke from Liverpool yeah. we've been linked with a loan move for him so yeah, there's, there's there are some strikers out there but I think striker is the hardest position to get as you just and expect the most goals, expensive yeah most expensive as you expect goals from them but even if Jermaine Defoe or Solanke joins what's the odds of them being injured <laughs> because oh, yeah. they're joining Palace Inter- what I would say about Solanke is that uh, on one of our websites CPFC BBS it's called cpfc.org uh, there's a, a, a multi-page thread saying about why it'd be a terrible idea and how rubbish it is. <laughs> and we, they did that with Danny Ings. Yeah. And now they're all saying, oh, I always said we should sign Ings. Mm. So I guarantee you we should sign Solanke because they say we shouldn't. But we can't really complain I about... Love that. We can't really complain <laughs> about who's bad, who's good when you're looking at our strikers and none of them can score goals. And Roy doesn't trust him. So it doesn't really matter who we really bring yeah, in. No, probably- Solanke's got potential and... He's, you know, he's proven himself before. Scored against us in pre-season as well. There we are. If, if, any any other reason other than that, he scored against you, um, guys. Let's get some four-word reviews, please, from the Leicester win. Uh, who's going to lead? Well, it uh, looks like Hambo is taking responsibility. Yeah, I'm too. I'm too ill to do four. Is that? Is that? Yeah. I mean, it's the first the time you've he- mentioned that. You could hear it in my voice. I've got a toothache. <laughs> Oh. Okay, let's anyway. rattle through these guys. So, from Patrick, that's Patrick O'Connor from the US of A. Wilf Hoodoo is over. Mark Ross has gone with Kelly Lands Eagles Deliver. Kelly Lands Eagles. I have to think about that one, Mark. Uh, Elliot, the Wakefield Viking. I know him well. He lives in Leeds, poor man. Boo. Uh, I, you know, this is a weird joke for me. It says Thielen Diggs Hill Smith Schuster. I think that's a reference to some American sport. I'm going to ignore that one. Peter Ramage, former Palace defender, currently uh, assistant coach at Phoenix Rising. Was he really? I knew he was in America. He just says, Rambo loves clean sheets. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) Yeah, and that is, I think, the third time he's tweeted that to us. (laughs) It shows you how few tweets, uh, clean sheets we've uh, had this season. Nick Sadler, Kelly is a hero. 
hopefully a reference to the film Kelly's Heroes, my favourite film. And a couple more. Uh, Bex, IU, Never, Ever, Again. And Rob Cranfield has gone with One Without Wilf. Woohoo! What a, what a way to end that. What a exactly. way. Um, after the break, we're going to turn our attentions to the Man City game. Ray from Man City TV will be joining us on the phone. Uh, this is Love Sport and the Crystal Palace Fan Show. Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. One of them is Keith Curl from Wimbledon. How much? <laughs> Two and a half million. They, but, but, no, hold on a minute. King Cludsey was four. I'll have to check for you, Aaron. It has happened inquiry. before. I'll just come back in and cause a whole load of controversy. Do no, we'll accuracy. Completely right. No, you don't even know that he's right. It's my word against his. Well, 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 we're just, we're just checking. Along, don't get, get old track. Gordon Taylor on us <laughs> just because he wants an inquiry. <laughs> just shows how people become bullies, don't they? He's only been here for two minutes. Imagine yeah. he was here for 37 years. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. 558am Love Sport. Welcome back, Love Sport Radio, Crystal Palace fan show, Hambo and DR from Back of the Nest. So, Man City up next for you guys. Bet you can't wait for that one. Ugh. <laughs> I hate, honestly. Should we leave it there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that noise. noise. It's just the one game that I, I never look forward to. Like any other top six club, fine. But Man City, especially away from home, it's always like a nightmare. I will say one thing. When, when we held City to a 0 0, um, last time out mm. at home though at home it, it was one of the more entertaining nil nils that I've seen because it was one we could get really get to appreciate the tactics that we went with and I really enjoyed how City worked to break things down but um, I mean, we, we surprised them by actually playing Jairo Riedeveld which scared the hell out of people I think because I'd forgotten he existed at the time um, I think City struggled to cope so I, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to do that at their place no one else seems to be able to um, but hopefully we'll give it a good go. Yeah, well, well, well we'll see where. We, uh, Dr. Just hold on one second. We got we got Ray from Man City TV on the phone now. Ray, good evening. Hi, Jake. How you doing? Uh, we're we're very well. I mean, the the chaps in in the studio here, Dr. and Hambo. I mean, understandably, a little bit. You know, not to say sceptical, but they're going into this game with, with little hope. Is that is that something you're getting used to now as a, as a Manchester City fan? Uh, quite honestly, yes. Uh, <laughs> more teams, especially in the bottom half of the table. Let's be quite honest. Uh, let's keep it real. They come in there uh, to try and avoid uh, taking a beating, and uh, they're pretty much defending. Um, I think um, Huddersfield got a pace in. Fulham came not uh, looking to concede too many. Uh, I think Burnley got battered as well. Uh, Southampton. Um, they've all come with this. Let's be honest. Negative attitude. We're going to defend. We're going to defend. We're going to defend. We're going to look to nick something on the break, or uh, from a set piece, uh, a free kick, or something. But we'll waste as much time as possible, and it just doesn't work. Um, we've generally broken teams down um, early on, and their game plans out the window, um, and they just can't recover from it. So they end up getting, uh, as I said, some of them get an absolute pasting. 
I'm not saying the same is going to happen to Palace uh, on Saturday, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. You sound like a man who's bored of winning, though, Ray, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I look at that sometimes, okay. though, and, and the, the, the juggernaut of Man City when you win 2-0, particularly home games. I'll be honest, I, I look in the stands and they don't seem that don't surprised or bothered by it. It's becoming too, it honestly looks like it is becoming too easy. You'll, 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 yeah, you'll get a few fans <laughs> who are getting used to it and... You want it, let's be honest, you want a game of football. At, uh, usually, you want a game of football. That's what you're there to see. Yeah. You generally get the excitement in uh, in football, and you get the fans really up for it when it's a tight game. Um, and, you know, uh, both teams have got a, ch- a decent chance to win. Uh, you get your blood going there, and it keeps you, keeps you going through the game. When you're winning, uh, usually quite comfortably, yeah, I wouldn't say you get bored. Um, I think you can relax a bit. And you can appreciate more uh, the great football that we're playing. You're not as tense. You're not as nervous. You know, you you you're not got that squeaky bum time and all that stuff. You can just uh, watch and appreciate the football. And I think that's where a lot of fans are right now. Uh, I think in other games, in, in times gone by, um, when we have been winning, it's always been you know tight until the last you know two or three seasons now. Um, and and you do worry as as the games uh, are going through, and that keeps you excited. And uh, you know you, you cannot just go back to when that Aguero goal. I mean that kept kept, kept you excited all the way, um, you know, right to the end. And, and that's how you, actually you want to win. But don't get me wrong, you know we beat, beat teams four or five nil. I'll say that all day long. <laughs> so how do you think Palace go about getting a result then to to <laughs> actually come and attack you? Yeah, yeah. If you if you look at what teams have done. Look at what's happened to us in the Champions League. Um, Hoffenheim twice they came to they came to have a go at us, and at their place they had a go at us. They scored that early goal, and then it's it's a matter of they could have actually scored more, or uh, you know, and hang on. Um, Leon they they didn't respect us. Um, they came with a proper game plan. They came to uh, Manchester and they beat us, and uh, they were good for that win. Over at their place, same thing. And they were uh, very good. They didn't respect us again. It seems come and give us too much respect. Um, they basically lost before they've even crossed uh, the, the white line. Yeah, you've <laughs> got to give it a go. You can't just say we're going to uh, accept a defeat like some teams. As I said, some teams have come and said, "Look, we'll take a one nil like Chelsea did last year. We'll come and take a one nil or a two nil if you're at the bottom end of the table. That might make a difference come the end of the season against the teams you lost six nil at City." But you've got to give it a go, you, and you can't just isolate your striker. I think that's what I struggle with um, teams that are coming to defend. They have a guy up there on his own, and the, the rest of the team are just so far away. So when the ball does uh, go up to him, he might have two or three defenders around him. It's very hard for him to make it stick, and then there's no one to lay it off to because the, the rest of the team are so far behind. That gives City the chance and the opportunity for the rest of the um, place to cut flood. Um, flood back and win the ball back and start that relentless attack again so teams have got to try as best they can to disrupt uh, to, to disrupt the better players um, but they've got to make sure they have more than one guy stood up on his own up front uh, to receive the ball 
Sure. I think, Ray, if you've seen us play this season, you know if we come and attack you, you're, you'll certainly be in for a treat with missed chances. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that's, that's been our, our, our feature of our play all season. But I know DR was desperate to speak there, but if, if you're now looking blankly at me like you're not. So I've, I do have a quick... No, no, good I, deal. I, no yeah, I, was going, I was going to say... I, I was, I was going to say... I was going to sing the words to um, that Mariah Carey song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I'm, I'm waiting for that. No. Stay tuned, it's coming. <laughs> no, I was going to say, just look at the city side what's your main weakness i'll say if you have any you've only lost one game this season that was against chelsea what, what is your yeah. weakness you look at your bench your bench can probably st- start for palace uh, all them players there what, what what how do we you know what's, what's your main weakness the weakness uh, it's, it's once again you've got to have a go at city um you can't uh, i think if you play someone like chelsea the, the the idea these days is sit on Jorginho and that uh, really disrupts Chelsea. You can't do that with City. And I think that's that's the beauty of it. You, if you try and sit on KDB, well, if, if we have a full team, I mean, David Silva won't be playing, but we've got David Silva. You can't sit on both of them because we've got Sane and Sterling out wide. So we've got too much of an attacking threat to man-mark players out of the game. It is uh, I think it's good. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I think it's basically you're going to have to work really, really, really hard. Like Leicester did in the, in the, in the Cup yesterday, second half, you could see them scurrying, pressing, working really hard. And if you're going to press, you have to press as a team. Um, teams have tried to press us when um, we're passing it around at the back with the keeper, but they only send maybe three players up there, uh, three or four. And it's not a um, comprehensive press because there's always a space, there's always a gap. And you see City, if you watch uh, any of their training videos or uh, that the club puts out, and that's what they seem to spend a lot of time doing, these one-touch, quick-fire passes uh, around the players. So if you're going to press, press as a team. Press with, uh, um, as I said, consistency. Don't leave gaps. Don't send just three guys up to press because that's a waste of time and you'll easily be bypassed. I mean, Edison's so good on the ball that if you're not pressing properly, or even if you do put five five men on a press, you can bypass everybody and hit the ball um, arrow straight 70 yards. So, you know, it's very, very difficult. But I think what teams, the basic minimum they've got to do is work really, really hard. Is there any players do you think, uh, that Palace should actually target this game? Any players that, you know, f- there's Fernandinho, he's a good player, Silva, there's very good players, but what's your main... Uh, fullbacks. Who is, yeah, fullbacks. Fullbacks. Uh, if, you, if you watch, if Sinchenko's playing, if you watch him, um, he he's not a left-back, he's an attacking midfielder who's playing left-back because <laughs> Mendy's injured, or if you play Delft there, Zinchenko, there's, uh, there's always a ball over his head. So if there's a guy out wide, you know, Zinchenko can watch the ball a little bit too much and the ball can be uh, popped over his head, out wide or just behind him. And by the time he realises what's going on, it's too late, as we saw yesterday. Same with Delphi is not as bad. I think Delphi is more defensively aware than Zinchenko. But Delphi is the same. He's not a left back. He's a, he's a midfielder. So he's um, slotting in there and there's only stake in him as well. But not as much as Zinchenko. So it really depends who's going to play. Walker, some of our fans are saying, I mean, Andy on our channel, Man City Fan TV, there's a quick plug in there, he said <laughs> Walker needs a rest. You know, he's basically come from the World Cup. He's not at a rest. He's got a mistake in him. He does switch off. Uh, he'll bomb forward. Um, and if we lose the ball, he'll come back quickly, but he's out of position. 
So there's a mistake in Walker as well over the over the top, and uh, um, I think if anybody's going to have any success against it, it's against those fullbacks. Okay, Ray, just very quickly then, let's get a score prediction from you, please. Uh, last three games have been three. One to City at home, and they've been against good teams, Everton, Bournemouth and United. But when we play a lower-level team, it's been like 6-1, 6-1, 5-0. Come, so, come on, mate. Uh, Low-level, mate. Low-level. Goal, oh. 5-1 to City. 5-1 City. <laughs> oh, we're actually going to score. That's it, actually nice. It, it was oh, nice yeah, and kind yeah. as you're speaking to you. Everybody Honestly, in the last seven games have scored, so you've got just as much chance as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray, thank you so much for your time this evening. Uh, that was Ray from Man City TV. So, guys, how do you go about it? Do you, do you think it's actually feasible? Because it's a good point, actually. Lots of teams have attacked them. So, how do we go? about it and let's get a score prediction nice and quickly please um, I think Ray's right we've got our attack but we won't we'll play 4-4-2 <laughs> we'll try and keep it tight any and, strikers and, and we might we might try a striker okay. for a bit of fun I think we'll probably lose it 3-0 in all honesty minimum 5-0 I think that's my that's how it starts because every time we just I went there and I went uh, and I witnessed this team lose five 0 and we just try and pretend to be yeah but we haven't yeah. scored every, like our league you aggregate just, you score just beat former Premier League champions Leicester yeah our league aggregate score at Man City is eighteen nil this we is haven't about, scored this is about the Dr Pepper isn't it. Oh, no, it's not, it's not let <laughs> it's it go eight. all night. If we score a goal, that's fantastic. Let's just say that. Wonderful stuff. Well, thank you. 5-1. It's two, two <laughs> losses, but guys, I don't blame you. Man City are really quite good. Thank you for your time this evening. This was the Crystal Palace Fan Show. DR and Hambo are from Back of the Nest. Your news. Your views. Your voice. Love Sport Radio. Your fan station. Have you been injured in a road traffic accident, an accident at work, or an accident anywhere? It's your right to claim. You could be entitled to thousands of pounds in compensation. Harris Fowler, a specialist, personal injury solicitors, with a 96.9% success rate, offering no win, no fee. Call 0800 213 214 to find out if you have a claim. 0800 213 214. Harris Fowler, the personal injury solicitors. Win rate based on cases issued and finished between the 1st of January and the 31st of December 2017. 30-30 Tennis is the new alternative scoring format that creates shorter matches. The clue is in the name. Every game starts at 30-all. That is 30-30. Best of three sets matches are completed in 40 to 60 minutes and best of five in 60 to 90 minutes. 30-30 or T-30 can be described as the younger sporting sibling of Cricket 2020 or T-20. For more information, visit 3030tennis.com. That is T. H-I-R-T-Y Then the digits 3 and 0 Followed by tennis All one word dot com Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Yeah! Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct And get two pairs of new glasses with lenses From just £19 And with our free home trial, you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy. It's that easy. So, for your new glasses, you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk. New customers only, delivery 395. Conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. 
All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. James, today's teaser involves goalkeepers. You're a goalkeeper, but I don't think it's you, is it? <laughs> no, I... You're have, not the answer. I have never won Premier If you are the answer, what is the question? <laughs> um, yeah, who's gone on the longest record run without a clean sheet? That might be me, I don't know. Actually, that's not true. I've got two this year. No big deal. No, it really isn't, so... <laughs> it's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Each Saturday from 2.30, we'll be celebrating your teams. We'll be covering all the games, all the goals, and we'll be giving you your London scores first. The Score with James Sherwood and Richard Lee. Giving you all the latest news and we'll let you share your views, good or bad. We want to hear from you. Give us a... The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.